evening, everyone. Um, I hope that this episode finds you well. I hope that someone out there will get something from this, and I hope that it is um, a positive thing. Um, This is going to be quite uncomfortable for me, and um, I hope that anybody who's been following um, my posts, my episodes, my poetry, my writing, um, and anyone who knows me, um, you may or may not already have um, the story about this, um, but I want to talk about it. Um, while I was walking this evening, um, it started to rain, and I started to think and try to wonder why, um, try and figure out where this heavy feeling that I had was coming from, um, and it prompted me when I got back to, um, to bring out a piece of writing that I definitely tried to make a poem, I definitely tried to rearrange the writing a little bit to make it poem-like, um, and how I'm used to writing my poetry, and then I kind of realized that it might just be a piece of writing, it might just be something that I needed to get out, and the thing that I've avoided since, um, my year in school and college when I took this course, um, with Dr. Schwalm, so Dr. Schwalm, if you hear this, I want to say thank you, um, I've toyed around with it a lot, I've, you know, kept going back to it, kept revisiting it, and I keep trying to do different things with it, but it doesn't turn out to be a poem, it's just my piece of writing, my piece of this is what happened, but it's the clearest that I think, um, I remember things, um, so I'm gonna read it first, and then I'm gonna talk about it, um, this is actually the first time that I've read it out loud, so with that, um, I'm just gonna jump right into it. I remember that night like yesterday, the smell of your cologne and the blood you put out on my porch, the pattering of the rain, the rattle of the thunder. Your purpose was to come for me, not anything else. We definitely started on the floor. Soon I moved to my bed. The rain was still going, so slow. You got in the bed, no question, no permission given. The rain began to speed up. I'm on my back, you're on top of me. Your face comes closer to mine as you pulled my underwear aside. I whispered no. Why wasn't it loud enough? Why didn't you understand and listen to me? The pain was unbearable and I became numb. The rain was all I could hear. Every thrust, every raindrop, thrust, raindrop, thrust, raindrop. You finished, but the rain didn't. You left me numb and cold in a bed full of you. Those sheets, that pillow, the rain. I've never struggled with water that much. First thing on my mind, a shower. The filth needs to be gone. You're gone, but not from my body. And it's that short. Um, that's, That's the end of it. Um, and that piece, um, I tried to add more to it. I tried to keep, and, and that was just, that was what came out. And that's all that I've been able to put out. Um, that is actually from, um, a situation that took place my sophomore year in high school. Um, I was raped, um, I tried to block it out for so long. I tried to not talk about it. Um, I had 
absolutely no idea what to do and that was in terms of the legal system and that was in terms of the health as well. Um, I didn't even know anything about a rape kit or what to do after um, and I didn't know what to do. Um, I felt alone, I felt by myself, I felt really bad because I did break some rules um, in the house um, as far as I was alone and um, I was scared. Um, I've always been kind of frightened by thunderstorms, but something about that night um, was just horrible for me. Um, And I entrusted someone who I thought um, I could put my safety in, I could put my comfort in. And, you know, it was, hey, just come over for a couple of hours until I relax. Um, And that's all that I needed. And he came over with a completely different intention. Um, He came over. He was high. He had been smoking. Um, While he was actually on the way... um, and at the time, he only lived um, probably about three minutes from me. Um, so he didn't have a long drive. He didn't have, you know, a, a, a 30 minute, you know, or anything like that. Um, and he came dressed comfortably. He smelled like his cologne. And at the time, um, he smelled good. Um, he put the blunt out on my porch. And I let him in, we sat, we watched TV, we talked, and everything was good. Everything was okay. And I just, I climbed into my bed because I was getting ready to be like, alright, like, you can leave now, like, I'm good. And I guess in his mind, that was an invitation to hey, come to bed, um, but it wasn't, and he climbed into the bed, climbed on top of me, pulled my underwear aside, kept everything, my shirt, my bra, kept everything on, held my arms down, and as I said no, he covered my mouth, told me to be quiet. And I whispered and said it again, and he continued. And the sound that I focused on was the rain. It was a real heavy storm. The rain was real heavy. The thunder was heavy. The lightning was heavy. And I focused on the sound of the rain. Um, I was left really, really cold, literally, and 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 you know, like 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 physically cold and figuratively cold. Um, I was left in a pool of his sweat, my sweat, and then my tears. Um, And I didn't talk about it. I didn't even know what had happened. Um, Nothing registered with me that night, the next day, even the week after. Nothing had registered with me that this was a problem or that it had even happened. And 
I finally um, confided in one of my best friends. And the first thing that she asked me was, you know, did you have a rape kit? And my face was so confused. Like, I remember how confused I looked. And I just got quiet. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what's a rape kit? Like, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know what it was. Nobody, like, ever taught me anything like that. And that was all I asked. You know, what's a rape kit? And they were explaining it to me, um, explained the process to me, and I was dumbfounded um, because I had watched the evidence because I took a shower, and I waited a week before I even told anybody what happened. And the window um, for that type of thing is really narrow, and I realize that now. Um, it's a narrow window because if you don't say anything immediately, there are people who think that it didn't happen, that you made it up, that you're lying, you know, you're seeking attention, and it takes away from what actually happened. And I remember for the longest time, I couldn't look at him, I saw him everywhere. And I thought that I saw him everywhere. I was scared to go outside. I was scared to go to school. I was scared to wait for the bus in the morning. And it got to a point to where um, my best friend, who um, at the time lived down the street, um, he would be at the bus stop before me to watch me walk down and would always watch that I made it back to the house when we got let off in the afternoon and the times that you know he wasn't on the bus um he wasn't in school um if he was at his house he still watched um he would watch from his back window and make sure that I made it safely if he didn't go to school that day or he missed the bus um when I got off the bus he would already be waiting outside to walk me up to the street you know to walk me up the street or to make sure that I made it home um and I don't think I ever really like told him that type of importance that was because I didn't have a sense of security, I didn't have a sense of safety. Um, and for a really long time, thunderstorms were the worst part of my life. I didn't sleep, I wouldn't sleep through them. Um, I used to have to force myself to sleep, I used to have to like, put my face under the blanket and like black everything out because I couldn't hear the rain. I didn't want to hear the rain. I didn't want to hear the thunder. And I've always been a person who, I love the rain, I love watching it. It was always relaxing. It's something that I've always loved sleeping in. Um, I enjoyed rainy days for as long as I can remember. And then they were ruined for a short period of time. Um, and soon after, um, you know, after I started, you know, kind of slacking off in school, um, I became really, um, for me, um, and, and just the kind of person that I am, um, I became really um, sexually promiscuous. 
Um, and by that, it was, I wanted to just be sexual, um, whether it was having sex, doing sexual acts, um, flirting with multiple people, you know, just kind of, at that time, it was being in multiple relationships and not having a care in the world of, well, I'm with this person, but I'm also with this person, or I'm with this person and we're good, you know, for a couple of months, and then, you know, I'm still with you and I still care about you and I still want to be with you, but there's also somebody else, and that other person was just kind of there as a, as a buffer, um, and it, you know, that one instance destroyed my innocence because that was the first time that was the first like sex for me um that was essentially when my virginity was taken and um that kind of put a damper um in you know put 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 a damper onto how I saw and how I viewed love, how I viewed sex, um, and how I viewed men. Um, you know, in high school, I didn't really gravitate towards anybody. Um, I had, you know, I had friends, but I was really, really an outcast. Um, you know, I had my best friends, I had my close friends, I had, you know, who I hung out with, who I had lunch with, and there was still an empty void, there was still something that was missing, there was still something that was, like, leaking, and I found out that what was leaking was my innocence, um, it was punctured, and throughout high school, um, I had, on one hand, some pretty good relationships, um, no, they weren't the best people, but they made me grow with my, um, just with my emotions, and I learned it's okay to let people in, it's okay to be vulnerable, and if they choose to use you, and if they decide to be that person towards you, that's their problem, um, people are gonna see me how they wanna see me, people are not going to see me the same way that I see myself, um, and I see that now, um, with that, with this situation that I'm talking about, um, he went and told other people in the school that, um, I willingly had sex with him, and that I was easy, and as a result, um, to that situation, I tried to redo my first time. Um, I tried to redo the losing of my virginity, and I ended up um, trying to redo it with someone who I didn't even know was worse than him, um, worse than the guy who took advantage of me. that I tried to redo it with spread the rumor about me all around Concord all around Charlotte 
to the point to where people in Charlotte knew me. And I remember, um, you know, being in my senior year and then even, you know, starting college, there were people that I had no clue who they were and they knew me, they knew what happened, they knew who he was. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Um, and, you know, with that, it made me see that I needed to be careful, be respectful of myself, and love myself. But I can do, you know, I can do the things that I'm going to do, but they need to be in the right in, 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 in the right way. And for me, at that time, I thought the right way was retrying um, my first time and trying to go back and trying to do it again and trying to, you know, have a do-over and act like what happened before didn't happen. And I think, um, I think that that's something now that I look at it, it makes me upset and kind of disappointed in myself because I think um, after that, over the years, um, there was pieces of me that were continuing to be chipped away because this wasn't talked about. And I did everything in my power to avoid it. I did everything in my power to avoid talking about it. I did everything in my power to keep it to myself, deal with it how I was going to deal with it, and just, no, I'm not going to bring it up, no, I'm not going to talk about it, no, we're not going to address anything, and it was, I couldn't, I couldn't keep it to myself, um, and not, oh, I have to tell everybody, and I have to do a news blast, I have to put on social media, it was, it was, I needed to, I needed to talk about it to others, I needed to educate, I needed to make it known that, hey, this is something that we need to talk about, this is something that we need to educate, this is something that we need to know about, because as a sophomore, I didn't know what the heck a rape kit was. My concern at that at, at, at that particular night, my concern was I can't have my parents knowing that I had somebody in the house. And my concern being there was for me justified. It was it was fair to me. It was that makes sense and maybe that'll make everything better. Um and I know that it didn't, I know that it wasn't going to, you know, I know, you know, but that was my reasoning. And um, it was really, really difficult for me to recognize that and then be able to be like, well, if I have to talk about this, then I have to be okay with whatever trouble happens. Um, I'm 23 years old now, so I don't really know, and I really don't think there's anything that they can um, be upset with me for because I think that now 
um, me talking about it is going to bring much more awareness and hopefully spark some more conversations. Um, and I am considering going on, um, going live on Instagram after I finish this and reading it. Um, and I don't know, um, because right now I'm, I'm kind of nervous and kind of overwhelmed and I'm I'm a little uncomfortable not a lot and not as much as I thought but a little bit Um, because the only people who know about this particular piece of writing are the people who were in my poetry class Um, the people who read this and who gave me feedback those are the only people who have actually ever read this and actually see that this exists Um, and there's very few people who know the story there's very few people who comfortable telling the story to um and I think right now my big thing is I just I need to talk about it um step one for me was reading this um because it was raining um ironically it's not raining anymore um but it was raining and I'll be honest it took me about three years to be able to sleep completely through a thunderstorm. Um, now I am able to fall asleep. Um, it does take me a little while. It does take me quite a bit, um, to fall asleep, stay asleep, be comfortable, and feel safe. Um, I'm doing much better than, you know, years ago, but it, was kind of ridiculous a little bit um because it did take me a really long time and it took me you know it took me a year to be comfortable with rain it took me you know months and I don't even know how many months after being comfortable with rain to be comfortable with thunder to be comfortable with lightning and then to be comfortable with everything when they happen all at once um and I had flashbacks and I remember um there was one night that I was, I actually had fallen asleep, it was the first time that I had fallen asleep, um, when it was storming, and I ended up having a flashback, um, and I remember very vaguely that night, um, but I remember waking up, I was hot, I was sweating, and I didn't know where I was, it was dark in my room, heard the rain and the one um, clap of thunder was it for me. It was the one time where I said, you know what, no. And that was when I decided I wasn't going to let a thunderstorm, um, I wasn't going to let the rain, I wasn't going to let just thunder or lightning. I wasn't going to let it take over my life. I wasn't going to let it conquer me. And as a result, I was going to win this. Um, Because I tried to confront him. And by confront, ask him, do you know what you did? And his response was, well, we had sex. And I said, "Um, no, we didn't. 
he didn't think that he did anything wrong. His response to me was, you didn't say no, and you let me. And he thought that him coming over to the house, regardless of the time it was, regardless what the purpose was, he thought that him coming to the house was an open door for him to basically get in between my legs and basically just hear. And that wasn't the case. And um, I wasn't particularly happy and I wasn't particularly thrilled with... um, I wasn't particularly sure about how... It was gonna. It, it, it was gonna affect me when um, when I'm out. When I would be out, um, and it would be raining or be storming. Um, I didn't. You know, I didn't know how it was gonna affect me with that. But it wasn't going to take over my life. It wasn't going to take me. And that's something that now I look back at and I say, you know, it's good. It makes me happy, and it makes me feel good knowing that I'm talking about it now um you know yes it's a while yes it's been some time but if I don't talk about it now probably won't ever and that's just me being honest but I don't want anybody else um men or women I don't want anybody else to feel like this I don't want anybody else to have to be sitting up at night because they're scared or crying themselves to sleep or taking three years to do something as simple as sleep, do something as simple as eat, um, shower, you know, be out. I don't, I don't want anybody else to go through that. Um, and that's something that I just want everybody, I just want everybody to kind of, um, take that with them, um, and just kind of, okay, let me take a step back, because it's not okay to sit and cry yourself to sleep, stay up all night, and then three years later, you can finally sleep like a regular person, um, and I'm sorry if I'm rambling, I'm sorry if, um, if I'm, 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 you know, just kind of going on, um, but I'm, I'm just, I don't want anybody else to feel like that, um, so I'm going to end it here, um, and I just want to take the time to say thank you for listening, thank you for, um, being supportive, and thank you for taking the time to listen, um, to this specific, um, this specific episode um so share the episode um if you're on instagram and you're following me you might see if i go live you might see if i go on and read this um but continue to send me questions continue to ask me things and continue to express things to me um and i guess so that's it so have a peaceful night, have a blessed night, and just um, continue to 
be a positive light, continue to be a positive outlook, and continue to do the things that make you happy, despite what you might be feeling or what you might be going through. Just continue to live in yourself. Um, So with that, um, again, thank you for listening to the episode. Thank you for any questions that are sent, any messages, and um, I do look forward to the next episode. Um, So have a blessed night, guys.